your rating, the patient's rating, what would they rank it? And then your team's rating. So you could kind of do this as like a group event uh, and everyone could kind of rate each of these touch points in your practice as a patient's coming through your practice. I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Okay, on this episode, we're going to talk about, is your practice remarkable? Also, do you know your patient, client, customer touch points? I was pitching this idea to my uh, mentor, board member, my business coach, Sturdy McKee. And I said, hey, I got this idea for a podcast episode about breaking down quality versus price versus speed. And can you, as a practice, as a physical therapy practice owner, PT, OT, somewhere in healthcare, whatever it is, is that still relevant? He's like, no, Dave, dude, like that's old. That's like been debunked. You know, it's not a... um, a talking point now. What he said, what Sturdy said is it's more about remarkable. So the remarkable definition from Seth Godin, who, if you don't know, I don't know, I would say like one of the best business authors, maybe not of all time, but he's an amazing entrepreneur and uh, business person around marketing and basically says like your business, your practice, your company, it's either remarkable or it's not. And um, your patients, your clients have to be raving fans. They got to be referring patients and clients to you, which I'm sure they already do. And if not, that's something certainly to look at. And if you're not remarkable, then your practice is potentially just average. And Seth Godin says, average is for losers. And um, you got to be noticed. You got to get out of obscurity. And so today, I wanted to share my screen. We're going to go over some touch points and how you, with your practice, can continue to grow and um, review touch points of not just from your vantage point, but from your patient and client vantage point. And so the old adage of the quality versus price versus speed. This is the thing I pitched to Sturdy. And, and I was thinking like, oh, you know, like, uh, let's see, in-network physical therapy versus out-of-network physical therapy. And, you know, I, I, obviously this will rub some practice owners the wrong way if you talk about quality and everyone believes that they're delivering hands-on high-quality care. And it doesn't matter if you're doing one-on-one visits or if you're seeing, you know, two or three patients an hour. Every practice owner, every therapist believes that they're delivering quality. And then then there's price slash cost and then speed. So speed would be, let's say, if you're if you're a very popular clinic, then you might have a wait list. You might have a wait list of two or three or four weeks. Sometimes we hear with these home care companies, sometimes a, wait, a waiting list of four, five, six weeks. And for us, like we're boutique, we are out of pocket or out of network with a lot of insurances and we build those insurances. And a lot of cases, we have less of a waiting list or, or no waiting list because the price and the cost is higher. And so that kind of filters out some folks so that therefore we're not really high volume. Anyway, so Sturdy was like, Dave, don't do it. Don't, don't do an episode about it like that. He said, remember, Sturdy said to pull out his book. So, and I am just to give him a shout out, the best physio business in the world book. And um, he said, remember there, we talked about what makes your practice remarkable and then the customer touch points. So I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to go over this Google Doc. And this is a good exercise for me, even if none of you watch it. But I'm going to zoom in on my screen here about this episode. Is this practice remarkable? Is my practice remarkable? Is your practice remarkable? And as a as an aside, Sturdy said something like, 
you know, go back to your Google reviews, go back to what people say about you online and what they say to your front desk and what they say to their friends and family and their colleagues when they're referring friends and colleagues to your practice. Like, what do they say? They care about, what do they care about? What are the, what are the remarkable components? It could be that you and your practice, you always remember everyone's name. Uh, you welcome them into your practice with a smile. You ha- don't really have them wait in the waiting room too long. Everything is uh, curated or they feel, they perceive that your service is curated around themselves and that it is unique and that, you know, you're not wasting their time and that they have something to look forward to. And there's actually something that's valuable and worthwhile. So uh, I'm sharing my screen right now. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, go ahead and listen along. But on YouTube, you'll be able to see this uh, breakdown of this chart. I'm going to pull this again from Sturdy McKee's book, The Best Physio Business in the World. And so these touch points here, on the the top of this table, touch points, and then your rating, which would be you as the practice owner or therapist, your rating, the patient's rating. So like, what would the patient, what would your patient or client, if they were sitting at this table, sitting in this room with you right now, how would they rank these touch points of your practice going through the customer journey, as Jerry Durham calls it, the, uh, the patient life cycle going through your practice. So you have your rating, the patient's rating, what would they rank it? And then your team's rating. So you could kind of do this as like a group event uh, and everyone could kind of rate each of these touch points in your practice as a patient's coming through your practice, through the different touch points. What do you think, what is your team, what is the consensus of your team with these touch points? And then a target. So what is your target? Like if you're substandard or if you're below certain areas, then obviously you, you could have some goals to raise this up. So the first touch point in this whole process is obviously the referral. And then again, you would go through each of these components. So how would you rank this touch point? The touch point would be like when a physician or referring a referral source or whoever it might be refers to your practice. Like, how is that for the patient? How do, the, how do you perceive it? How does the patient perceive it? Is the physician just saying like, you know, go anywhere? Or are they saying like, you could go anywhere, but like, these are the top three, or do they say like, go and see Tom Smith, this physical therapist, or do they say, you know, go see Tom Smith because he's great or because they get great outcomes or um, they're going to get you in right away. But even some of the referrals verbiage can kind of start this process of the customer journey, the, the customer journey. When we say customer, obviously, is patient or client. So the first touch point, the referral, and then, yeah, first contact. So the first contact would be they either call into your practice and they hear like as soon as your front desk answers the phone could be the first contact. Arguably, if they do some online research, the first contact could be they look at your website or they Google your practice name and they look at your Google reviews and or your website and they start that could be the first contact before they even call in. Maybe they write into your website, maybe they're busy at work and they submit a form on your website, a contact form. So that could be the first contact point. The next one would be the evaluation or the first appointment. So again, first appointment or evaluation, whatever you want to call it. The next touch point would be the first, first face-to-face interaction, which is um, a couple things, which is as soon as they come into your practice, how are they greeted? They're obviously, they're typically seeing a front desk person or care coordinator, secretary, receptionist first before they see the the doctor of physical therapy, the PT, the OT, the SLP, whoever, the, the actual provider. Um, and, you know, how is that? How, how, how would you rank that, even that touch point versus how the patient 
is perceiving it? How is the how are you rating it? And try to try to be even keel, try to be unbiased as possible as in doing this. And how would your patient rank this first face-to-face? So obviously, if you're having a challenging time right now with a maybe a disgruntled front desk person, maybe they um They've needed some discipline. They've needed some coaching, some uh, maybe they're whatever they're, they're bringing some personal challenges in their life into work. And they're, they're letting the personal stuff kind of seep into the, the work stuff. Obviously, that's going to affect the patient's rating or the perceived rating of this for the first face to face interaction. After the next one, after the first interaction would be the first clinical interaction. So that would be they are now speaking to the therapist, the DPT, the provider, the professional, whatever it might be. The next one would be the follow-up. So the follow-up contact would be, it could be a couple things. Follow-up contact would obviously be the second visit. The follow-up contact could also be another touch point between the first and second visit. It could be your therapist or emailing or texting or whatever that you're sending some home exercise program. It could be your therapist is sending the patient some Amazon link to some equipment or some supportive device, some DME, durable medical equipment, some device or some a link, an Amazon link to something that will help them with their recovery at home or something that they might need, whether it's like uh, some support, uh, a knee sleeve, uh, an SI joint belt, a stretch out strap, whatever it might be. That follow up contact point could be between the first and the second visit, but again, it would be in this bucket of follow-up contact. Then, of course, after that, you have your plan of care. So your your successive or your 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 follow-up appointments, and then at some point, either final visit or graduation. I don't like the word discharge. I made an episode about that before. Um, you don't want to cut people off. You don't want to fire them. You don't want to fire your patients. But the final visit of that plan of care, and maybe they go into wellness. Maybe they they continue into your wellness program or what Tony Maritato and Jimmy McKay and I were speaking about recently about some monthly recurring membership where they're using your clinic, your office, but they're not getting hands-on treatment. So they could kind of segue that way. But anyway, so back to these touch points, the referral it is huge, right? So like we all know how valuable word of mouth is and... um this is the initial starting point of what makes you remarkable. So how do people, how do referral sources, they can be personal trainers, gym owners, other providers, local influencers, whatever it might be. What do they say about your practice? So whatever those types of things that they're saying, it could be, oh, they're, they use cutting edge technology. They're, they're using, you know, I don't know, laser, red light therapy, shockwave, diagnostic ultrasound, whatever it might be, or they have an alter G or they have some advanced technology or that the, the, the front desk staff that they love the front desk staff about how like open or how empathetic and caring they are about getting you in and getting your plan of care accomplished and getting your goals accomplished. So um, I just wanted to review these touch points. These touch points are what make up the, the, customer or the patient client journey. And it's within these touch points. It's like each of these touch points are kind of facilitated by what previously came before it. And these are what can result in a practice being remarkable. And again, from the Seth Godin definition and other definitions out there, it would be like, what gets people to talk about your practice? And it could be other things that we didn't even talk about here. And the challenge of this is that 
there could be one issue. Call it like at the uh, the follow up contact. Maybe someone comes in and there could be an issue, and it throws off this whole cycle. It, it could challenge the ability to have a remarkable experience for that one patient, that one client, where everything went well with the referral touch point. Everything went well with the first contact, the new patient or client, they called in, they they liked your website, or they looked at your Google reviews, or they didn't, and they just called in, and your front desk person was amazing, they did a great job on the phone, they answered the prospective patient's questions, they covered everything, insurance, cost, logistics, scheduling, date, time, sending follow-up, appointment reminders, whatever, got them in for their first appointment, the new patient, they had a great experience, they were welcomed in, they didn't wait too long in the waiting room, they were seen when they were when they were told what time that they would actually be evaluated and and treated and seen. And they had a great first face-to-face interaction with your front desk person or whoever greets patients. They had a great clinical interaction. They had a great evaluation, a great hands-on treatment at the evaluation. Therapists provided a home exercise program during that in-person visit and or they sent it later or whatever. And it just takes one like one issue, one, uh, you know, where the, the ball drops, the ball gets dropped by either it could be a front desk person and I'll give a quick story or the front desk person or a therapist, maybe the therapist is running late. Um, or one time in my early, my early years of treating together, the front desk staff and myself, we didn't know it was a, it was a large um, ortho slash physical therapy practice. It was a physician practice in New Jersey, my first job. And um, long story short, we left a patient in the lobby. The patient was uh, a senior, an older patient, and they, you know, didn't come up to ask like, why am I not being seen? They, they like, I think it was like an hour or more than an hour late after their time that they were scheduled. We just, I think we thought that they were a patient for the physician side because it was a shared lobby. Things like that could happen, fall through the cracks. And um, God bless this patient. They they didn't make a big deal out of it, uh, but they could have. They could have gotten up and yelled or they could have said, why am I not being seen? And I was scheduled for I was scheduled for 10 a.m. And now it's 11.03 a.m. And I've been sitting here for an hour and I came up multiple times or whatever. The patient didn't do that, but it's still our fault. And it just takes one time, one thing like that where the ball gets dropped and it could mess up this entire customer journey for that one patient. Then, of course, if the patient or client is voicing their their dismay about what happened, it could throw off the customer journey or the patient journey of other patients nearby. It just takes it just takes one misstep, one time where the ball gets dropped by either your front desk staff or your therapist or whoever in the team on the team for this to have a negative impact on that patient or even other patients, right? So that's why this is a great exercise, again, in Sturdy's book, and I get nothing from it. He's my uh, colleague, coach, and my mentor about the best physio business in the world, this book by Sturdy McKee and Matt Fitzsimmons, that this chart is in this book, and it's a great reminder. It's a great exercise for you and your team to talk about the cu- the customer touch points. I know Jerry Durham talks about this a lot about the the touch points of how someone comes into your practice. And on the front end, if it's not a referral, it could be a Facebook ad or a Google ad. That could be the initial touch point, and then it's first contact where they're calling in or they uh, submit their information, and then your team is calling them back. But nonetheless. Map out these customer touch points if you have not already. And obviously, this last one after the final visit graduation, like I said, they kind of you could segue some percentage of folks into a wellness program or 
cash pay services or whatever, or they're just paused, they are graduated, and they come back to you for reactivation later, and then they come back to you know the the patient life cycle or the the, the patient uh, customer journey here. So, but this is a great exercise for you. You could print this out. You could literally, I don't know, like first of all, you could just get Sturdy's book. But if you don't, you could just make this or you know, I don't know, send me an email and I can send this to you in like a Google Doc, and then you could just fill it in. You could print it out and have your team fill it out and just write yourself. I can't recall if it was like from one to five or one to six, something like that. But you could do your your rating and you want to put yourself in what would be your rating? What would be the patient's perceived rating of each of these touch points? There's if you're really, really honest with yourself and you want to get even better with your practice, you want to grow your practice and eventually have an asset that's sellable. Try to do this in an unbiased way because there will be something here in your touch points where you and we cannot be perfect at every single touch point. So if you're unbiased, if you are honest with yourself, there's going to be some area of this of this touch point journey where you and your practice might be a little weak and might need improvement. And then whatever you know your team comes up with a team rating here in this column, then you can set a target on how to improve it. And again, whatever's measured gets accomplished. And typically what gets measured will improve. And so if you identify something that is a weak point, a weak area of your practice, focus on it, get your team around it, talk about this at a staff team meeting, set a target, set a goal on how you're going to improve it, and then obviously reassess it in a month or next quarter or whatever. All right. So that's it for now. Subscribe to the Dave Kittle Show on YouTube if you find this helpful and valuable. We'll catch you next time here on the show. We'll go from there. Bye now. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com. Or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.